Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pick Up Your Cross Daily Podcast with your host, Trainer Mitch. And today we are going to be in Matthew chapter 9 again. And last episode we talked about, we ended with talking about fasting. So in this episode we are going to be starting in verses 18 and uh, all the way through... Let me see here down to 34 so we're going to cover all that in today's episode so again this is when Jesus is really um, doing a lot of things to say the least and it's very exciting it's it's fun to read about and you can go a lot of different directions with it uh, if you really want to do like your own research and dive into you know certain words because I haven't mentioned this a whole lot so far, but it's important to check different versions of your Bible because you will get different words and that can sometimes change the, the overall meaning of the scripture. And or it might be interpreted differently, we'll say. And... Uh, a lot of the New Testament was written in Greek. So that would be the Septuagint text, which is the original Greek language. So it is the original translation of the Word of God. And the Old Testament would be the Hebrew language which would be the original translation of the Word of God. Uh, and then the different languages throughout time, you know, we have those tons of different versions of an English Bible. You know, you got your NIV, your NSV, your whatever, this and that, the Amplified Version, New King James, King James, um, New Living Translation, all this different stuff. Uh, I just want to preface this conversation uh, because I was just reading something and listening to some people talk about it and it kind of reminded me how important it is to do some cross-analyzing of different versions. That's why I really like the Bible app because you can go into the app and literally change your version by a few clicks and they have hundreds of versions on there and uh, it can help a lot. So just throwing that out there real quick before we get started and so let's jump into it here so in my car again if you can't already tell but this is probably where it's going to be happening most of the time I might be able to get into the studio maybe once a week if I do then I'm going to be recording the Holy Health podcast and I probably won't I don't usually get a lot of time to record this podcast unless it's in my car or I'm doing one of my walks for my Phase 3 75 Hard program. Um, but anyways, I digress. So let's start, let's get into it. So this is titled, The Ruler's Daughter and the Woman Who Touched Jesus' Garment. So I'm not going to read word for word because, I, like I said, I'm driving. And uh, if you listened to the previous driving episode, you know I'm not good at multitasking. So I don't want to risk my own life here. But I will read some of it. So the most important part here that I wanted to pull out 
is the this part here so I'll read the very beginning because it kind of sets the tone while he spake these things unto them behold there came a certain ruler and he worshipped him saying my daughter is even now dead but come and lay thy hand upon her and she shall live so this is uh, a very important person in culture in their culture at the time and he is coming up to Jesus worshiping him and having faith in Jesus and that is the most important part of everything that we're going to read so far in this episode is that you will see over and over again that faith is what determines the outcome so this man had faith in Jesus he walked right up to him and he said lay thy hand upon her and she shall live he believed it and he said it right to him he said, All, I just believe that if you lay your hand on her she'll be good she's dead but you can come raise her back I know it uh, so Jesus arose he followed him and the disciples went with him and uh, as he was traveling to a crowd there was a woman who uh, it says here which was diseased with an issue of blood for 12 years so that would be something like with her menstruation or maybe a, 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 some type of uterine wall tear from birth or an injury or you know something happened that caused her to be bleeding for so long and it was probably a pretty miserable existence because when you're losing blood that much, you know, you can't really do much. And you would be considered dirty and unclean in those times. Because if you remember back in Leviticus, there's a lot of laws that talk about clean and unclean. And if you're a woman on your menstrual cycle, you had to do very specific things to become clean again so that you could go to the temple. And to be with God so uh, she was viewed as dirty probably by the society and uh, so she's fighting her way through this crowd because again she says here so she came behind him and touched the hem of his garment for she said within herself if I may but touch his garment I shall be whole so she had that much faith that all she had to do, all she, she believed that all she had to do was just touch his clothing and she would be healed. And boom, as soon as she did it, Jesus turned about and he saw her and he said, Daughter of good comfort, thy faith hath made thee whole. Boom, right there it is, right from Jesus' mouth. Faith hath made thee whole. Boom. Okay, so fast forward a little bit, and now Jesus is uh, hes in the ruler's house, and there's a bunch of commotion going on, and uh, they're, they're kind of frantic, and Jesus says, give place, not sure what that means, so that's why, again, it'd be good to look up a different version of the Bible here to get a better uh, uh, context. I'm assuming it's like, give room, maybe, like, give me some space. Uh, for the maid is not dead but sleepeth and uh, they laughed 
they laughed him to scorn. But uh, when the people were put forth, he went in and took her by the hand, and the maid arose, and the famed hero went abroad into all the land. So he raised a woman from the dead, which is pretty amazing. Like, somebody has been dead for probably hours, right? Turning white or blue or whatever happens when somebody is dead for quite some time. Enough time to where it's like, okay, CPR is not going to work. You know, she's not just going to wake up. She hasn't been breathing for a long period of time. She's dead. And he comes back and raises this woman from the dead. And uh, just another miraculous thing that Jesus adds to his list. So, then, he is uh, departed, and two blind men follow him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Believe ye that I am able to do this? And they said unto him, Yeah, Lord. And as soon as he touched their eyes, boom, they were healed. So again, faith makes them whole. And then after that happened, so obviously, you know, there's a lot going on. Jesus is, uh, he's getting bombarded with a lot of people that are sick and he's healing a lot of people. People are seeing this happen and they are seeking Jesus out. And then this last one here is a dumb man speaks is what it's called. And so they brought a dumb man possessed with the devil. So here's some spiritual warfare. And when the devil was cast out, the dumb man spake, and the multitudes marveled, saying, It was never so seen in Israel. So it's very interesting that he cast out a devil, and this man was healed. So it doesn't necessarily say that, like, you know, Jesus healed his mind or healed his speech or whatever was ailing this person from not being able to speak. But it specifically says that there was he was possessed with a devil that was causing this dumbness and Jesus cast out the spirit to heal the man. And that can be said a lot for today's world. Uh, I think it's severely overlooked in the uh, health community and mental health issues that people are somewhat possessed by a devil. And not to the point of like, you know, an exorcism or like their head's going to start spinning, but to the point of like they are so attached to a lifestyle that is following Satan that they are easily manipulated by evil spirits and evil energy and their mind becomes controlled by the evil energy that they are allowing in and that they are pursuing willingly so it makes them way more susceptible to becoming quote unquote possessed and that's in the modern world. But uh, there are circumstances where people 
I mean, I've I've heard it per, from uh, personal personally from people that I know that uh, have had like an autoimmune disease for a long time, and you know they're big time church goers and they have prayer chains and they would meet for prayer and all this stuff and they had a flare up one time and this this guy that I know said hey if this is an evil spirit let's pray for it and uh, so they prayed and they cast out the evil spirit that was attached to this person causing the disease and boom they were healed the symptoms went away um so that's just an example of it happening in real life in my my own circle. So this is very prevalent in today's world and it happens all the time. Uh, but another interesting part here when I wrap, before I wrap this up is uh, whenever Jesus did this, but the Pharisees said, he cast a thousand devils through the prince of the devils. So that would be Satan, you know, the uh, the fallen angel, you know, the the ruler of of hell, so to speak. But uh, so the Pharisees were like, "Oh well, he's not God. He's he's casting them out through the prince of the devils. That's what he's doing." Uh, so they were they're always denying what he's doing, and they're trying to stir the pot, you know. But uh, I just find that really interesting that they would think that that he was casting out evil spirits with another evil energy. So doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but I feel like they're grasping at straws to like prove to try to tell and explain people like, hey, this isn't the Son of God. This is just some guy. He's possessed by a devil himself. He's using black magic and he is a sorcerer. Uh so, obviously he's not. Jesus is the Son of God. And uh, he died on the cross to save us from our sins and conquer death for us so that we could have the chance of eternal life, if we so choose. But, uh, with that being said, that's all I got for today. So, we ran through about three different stories there. And we'll be finishing up chapter 9. And we'll be moving into 10 here next episode. So thanks for listening. And I hope you have an amazing day. And God bless. See you next time.